I feel like what I'm about to read is a warning. I beg you, I implore you, please do not go hiking in the woods around Pittsfield, Massachusetts. I know those woods like the back of my hand. I was playing with my little brother among those trees when I was still in single-digit ages. So trust me when I say that something has been changing out there and not for the better. I first noticed something was horribly wrong during a hike a few weeks back. In the early spring, birds migrate back from the warmer southern climates to their northern territories in mass. Thousands upon thousands of tiny songbirds occupy the trees around Mount Greylock during the month of March, each singing a sweet, chirpy song that is in reality a bellowed war cry, a call for challengers to step up and knock them off their perch. Yet as I trudged through the previous winter's leaf litter, I couldn't hear a single thing. No birds, or any other animals for that matter, seemed to still call the forest home. This made me nervous for two reasons. One, animals have an uncanny ability to detect danger that are imperceptible to humans. Their sense of smell, hearing, and general atmospherics are far superior to our own. If the wildlife had fled the area in such a hurry, or at least refused to return, that could mean something awful was about to happen. And two, areas of woodland turn exceptionally quiet when there is a large predator around. Wood pigeons will become deathly quiet and still, hoping a black bear or mountain lion would just pass them by. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but either way it would be hideously unsafe of me to wander around while one was prowling the area. So naturally I started making my way back towards my car when something real peculiar happened. I feel I should remind you at this point that I've been playing in the woods around Mount Greylock since I was like 7 or 8 years old. It's pretty far from where our family lived when I was a kid, but thanks to our bikes, we had a pretty large area to roam when it came to those long summer breaks. Point being, I know those woods really well, but some way, somehow, I managed to get lost. It first came to my attention that I managed to get myself turned around when I felt my head begin to throb with a dull ache. I stopped walking for a moment, rubbing my eyes and the bridge of my nose to try and massage away the headache. But when I opened my eyes again and looked around, I felt a faint flash of panic running through me. I didn't recognize my surroundings, and I cannot understate how jarring that was for me to be somewhere I'd been visiting all my life, only for it to feel utterly foreign to me. I actually had to take a moment to take out my compass just to try and get a bearing of where I was headed. But to my surprise, the compass needle kept slowly moving around. Even when I got it to sit still on a supposed bearing, it slowly began creeping around again. Now this was much less of a problem than it might appear. Sure, it was unnerving, but there are ways around a faulty compass. Like for one, moss mostly grows on the north side of a tree, the side that gets the most sunlight, so that provides an easy way of determining which way was north. At least it usually would. Because as I inspected various tree trunks, I realized the sun was hanging in the southern portion of the sky. That or the moss in this area grew mostly on the southern section of the tree trunks. I get that it's not entirely out of the question, but that was yet another detail that just seemed to fry my brain. 
Nothing made sense, and the less it did, the more the feeling of pure panic began to bubble in my chest. But the panic in that situation, in any kind of situation, is to welcome defeat, degradation, and death. I kept myself calm, told myself there was a rational explanation for everything that was occurring, and walked off in the direction I was almost sure the nearest highway was. It was then I came across something I'd never, ever seen in those woods before. Something that seemed so out of place that it was frankly terrifying. In all the years I'd spent roaming those woods with my brother as a kid, I'd never seen anything like the old rundown cabin that stood before me. And I mean it was old. As in, there was no way it could have been built any later than like 1979. So just how me and my brother had missed this place was utterly beyond me. The obvious thing to do was to knock on the cabin door, see if anybody was home, and, as much as I might find it humiliating, ask for directions. But as I walked closer and closer towards the rustic front door, I felt the most unusual sensation. I put it down to general tiredness, maybe my blood sugar was low, I'm not entirely sure, But for whatever reason, each footstep that took me closer to the cabin seemed more and more difficult. By the time I was actually bringing a closed fist to knock on that old wooden door, it felt like something was physically repelling me from it, whispering directly into my brain, leave this place and never return. Don't look back. Never look back. When I finally knocked, the door creaked open slightly, revealing the dilapidation behind it. Whatever bolts or locks that were on the door had long since worn away, and the inside was just as run down and rotten as the outside was. It was evidently abandoned, but there was a curious order to the furniture that led me to believe that, every so often, the cabin did actually receive some visitors aside from me. But something in the corner of the cabin drew my attention. I then saw what it was, What I'm about to attempt to describe is, quite frankly, indescribable. I know it was a wooden idol of some kind. A small statuette sat atop of a stone altar. But, and I appreciate that this is intensely confusing to read, I could not make sense of what I was looking at. It was like my brain was completely incapable of computing the information my eyes were feeding it. And with that, my headache returned again, along with the kind of anxiety so crushing that I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. Don't ask me how I know, but that wooden idol, a mess of twigs and vines and moss, was a representation of pure, unfiltered evil. And I ran from it. I'm not in the least bit ashamed to admit that I ran like a scared child from that cabin and into the night. The night. You read that right. When I walked into that cabin, it was still daylight. I couldn't have been there for more than a couple of minutes at least, and that's what it felt like. Only when I burst through the wooden door, it was pitch black outside. I ran until I found the highway, ran until I found my car, and I drove like a madman until I was completely back at home. I haven't been able to bring myself to talk about what happened to me that day until now. I tried to tell a hunting buddy of mine once, but the words just wouldn't seem to come out. 
But please, heed my warning. And don't go hiking in the woods around Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Massachusetts.